Hello and welcome to episode number nine of A Fireside Chat with Pie and Pops, your weekly source for in-depth interviews, inside information, and answers to the questions everyone wants to know. Today, as always, I'm joined by my beautiful and lovely co-host Tim, uh, also known as Pops, the commissioner of this fine league. My name is Hudson Quinn, you know me as the Warrior. Uh, I'm a pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies, and today, in the studio, live, in person, we have special guest Kyle Corbett, center fielder for the Boston Red Sox, and host of MLO Tonight on the MLO Network, and uh, filling in after we got AJ Prelude again is Rabbi Chase, GM of the Texas Rangers. How the hell is everybody doing tonight? Great. Doing great. Pretty good. Excellent. Good. How are you doing, Pi? I'm okay. Uh, as I said earlier, nothing exciting happened to me today, um, but maybe something fun will happen tomorrow. You never know, I guess. That makes me sound like I have a really sad life, but really, I'm okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Let's get right into it. We don't need to talk about me uh, and my sad life today. First topic, we have uh, three games to go in Session 7, and there are six teams with a 5-2 and two record, those teams being the Expos, Cardinals, Giants, Devil Rays, Blue Jays, and Twins. So which of those five teams do you think deserves the number one spot six in the power now. rankings? Six? Is that what yeah, you said? Sorry. Yeah. Oh my god, the notes were I'm a bad editor. My There's phone just vibrated. Go, by the way, two games to go because Baltimore Toronto just finished. Okay, two games to go. Sorry, just right off the top, everyone, we're really fucking it up this week, I guess. Uh, two games to go. Preller. Six teams. Yeah, thanks, AJ Preller. Uh, so, which of these six teams do you guys think deserves to be number one, or maybe none of them? Please tell me. All right, I'll guess. I'll start. Uh, I think the Cardinals should be by far number one. I mean, a five-game winning streak is very impressive. And just they have done a lot with not much help. I mean, they've ran two pitchers out there every single game, Poe and Cooter. Um, they have a lot of offense, obviously, even though the numbers don't really show it. They really only have three guys sitting above 333, and those are Nichols, who just joined the team, Nine Fingers and Huckingley. Everybody else on the offense really is 333 or lower, but yet they've somehow won all these games in a row. So, uh, yeah, I think pitching has a lot to do with it. And with the short staff and not really great numbers, they've somehow managed to win five games. And so I think that really should jolt them to the top of the leaderboard. Okay. The Cardinals, that's an answer. Uh, Rabbi, what do you think? I mean, I think the Devil Rays, even though they've took a beating this last game, they still put up five runs. I feel like they can score almost at will anytime if they can actually figure out how to like keep the first inning in check. Then I think that they might be able to do well. Two games in a row for them, seven a seven spot. Yep. first. Yeah, that's so you, not good. You, you don't want that. Out, you take those seven runs out. It's five five. Yep. At least we did more than singles this time. Clue. Yeah, I bet you the umpire was happy about that. Seven <laughs> things in a row is really boring. That's why you just don't um, be an umpire. That's the trick. Then you don't have to deal with it. I'm going to go um, in a different direction and say the Giants because I feel like their hitting overall might be a little bit better than the Cardinals. The question for them is going to be their pitching because Ambiorik's mad have a petty is an unknown commodity at this point. So it, it's basically down to Peters and who knows, you know. So 
that but again i just i don't know i feel like i like their offense a little bit more than st louis but i mean you're not wrong if you say st louis should be number one and they need to stop saying uh we built we will be recognized or whatever people talk about you guys all the time <laughs> shut up quit saying you need to be respected uh, just to respond to that, uh, I definitely would not pick the Giants because my team almost beat them, and I pitched in the game. So <laughs> if it's close after that happens, no way do you deserve to be number one. Uh, I'm going to answer the question, uh, and please put no stock in my answer because you all know I don't pay attention. And I'm going to say the Twins uh, because that's the team I used to be on, and I know all those people. And they've got tenacity, and they have moxie, and I think they have what it takes uh, to be good but not as good as the Phillies. So that's my I answer. I think it's one of those situations where you've got six teams tied, and you could make a case for every team, some teams stronger than the others. You know, like Cardinals, you can make a really strong case for right now. I'm not going to deny that, but... I, I think I think there's valid arguments to be made for all six teams. And while we're on the subject, the power rankings are currently in progress. Uh, I'll remind everyone tomorrow, probably, and then maybe tomorrow night, uh, if I feel like enough people have done it and um, I, you know, I'm feeling up for it, I will perhaps publish them. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it will be exciting to see who claims that number one spot. And if there's a tie, so help me God... I will rain fire and hell you down know, on the GMs. They're illegitimate because you don't let me vote anymore. And if it's for the time, GMs. You You're not a GM. I don't care. I own, the, I own the GMs. They're mine. That's not how this works. Well, yeah, it's the other way around, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, in fake baseball, the GMs work for the commissioner. Oh, God. Because it's fake. Okay, well. I don't remember signing that contract. <laughs> we talked about this earlier in the Discord, uh, Tim, but... Tomorrow is the Ides of March, and I would say today is not the day to become a tyrant with the Ides <laughs> of March coming up tomorrow, because you'll get stabbed in the back. So, don't do that. I, I've got, like, a jar full of pushpins right in front of me. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be me. I'm just saying you need that's to watch a out. Challenge, that's a challenge to all you Brutuses out there. Bring it on. I got pushpins. Yikes. Okay. And if you didn't notice, I did change my uh, Discord nickname to Caesar uh, in preparation for the Ides of March. So uh, please kill me tomorrow. Next topic. Let's move on and not uh, settle on that. The All-Star ballots are going to come out this weekend, I guess. I didn't know that. Uh, and the GM teams have to get picked as well by the managers, uh, Mr. J. Bird and uh, Rick whatever from the A's. So if you had to pick GMs uh, to be the bench coach and whatever for your All-Star Game uh, GM team, who would you pick? Well, I would say for the AL, uh, I don't even think it's a question. I think Whitbash should be the bench coach. What he's done for Tampa Bay in just seven games is phenomenal, especially building that team, not just on activity, but just the, they have numbers too all around. So I think Whitbash should be the bench coach. I think the Third member is a razor-thin battle between quite a few people, but I think in the end, I think Charlie Scott's probably going to... Coming on over the last couple of sessions, the Twins have really started to come together and build a much better team. And I think coming on the stretch towards the All-Star game, I think uh, Charlie Scott deserves uh, that rank. Now, do you want me to do NL too? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Uh, NL, I'm just going to straight up say Jeff Steelflack should be the bench coach. I don't think that obviously is a question. Um, Jeff 
Geo Flex, obviously, as in the last five sessions, has been the most dominant GM in the league. Uh, has definitely made his maneuvers to get that team where it needs to be. Now, I think the second spot, or the third spot, rather, in the NL is where things get a little gray, and it's going to be really, really close. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Um, it's that close. Give me Master Cashier. How about that? Give me Master Cashier solely based off the big signings he's made to be able to get that team where he has. I, mean, I know the record may not be great right now with Milwaukee, but Danger Zones, Spaghetti Hitchens, all the moves he's made to make that team long run. Uh, give me Master Cashier. You're going an all NL East GM team. Damn. Huh? I mean, I, listen, I get it. I think the reason is East Coast right. Bias is alive on the MLR oh, uh, fireside chat You're podcast. not supposed to tell people about <laughs> oh, that. I know who's getting banned next. <laughs> West Coast is the best coast. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Uh, Tim, what do you think? If you had to choose uh, bench coaches and shit, what would you do? Uh, I would like to go last because I actually have an announcement on that. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, Rabbi, right. you go ahead. I, I like the Charlie Scott pick. I think that he's uh, been a really good GM and he's super active in the GM lounge. And I feel like that's how I'm going to pick this one. Um, so for the AL, I think that should be him as a bench coach. And then for the NL, I'm going to go with the Kokomish, if that's possible, over in Arizona. Oh, Just toss him in the mix. Good call. So really nothing to base this on because hey, uh, okay. I haven't been paying too much attention to this session. I heard I something like went down. That's the attitude. Um, Don't pay attention. That's how you win. It's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd go with those two guys for the bench coaches. Okay. Solid answers. All answer too, I guess, um, even though I am by far not qualified to talk about this. Uh, we, I, too, will say Charlie Scott, uh, fan favorite. People love the guy. Uh, reigning AL Manager of the Year. Um, so I think he's a, a shoe-in for that position. Uh, for uh, the National League, uh, I, I could be wrong here. Just before I get started, do the, the MLO teams fit into their MLB uh, leagues? Like, are the NL teams in the NL and the AL teams uh, in the no, AL? Yeah, there is. Oh. What do you mean? Well, like, so all the Reddit ball teams in the league they should be in. Yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just the, the AL Miami Marlins got shut down. Okay, great. Um, so I, because I feel bad for him, and this is the only way he would ever manage an all-star game, I would choose AJ Preller. Um, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone, you know, it's sort of like a Make-A-Wish foundation sort of thing, <laughs> right? Everyone deserves happiness, even him. Uh, so that would be my pick, just so he could, you know, see what it's like. Because that's the only way he's going to get there. Fuck you, right, AJ well, Pello. For the <laughs> AL, if I was wow. Rick and I was picking a bench coach, I would probably pick Wit. Like uh, Kyle said, it's pretty hard to ignore what Tampa has done, even with the drubbing they just got from the Red Sox. Um They've pretty much been the best team all season. They may have taken a step back for this session or, you know, who knows, but you can't discredit the body work so far. And then if I was the ALGMs voting in the third place person, I would vote for our guest rabbi because he willingly and wholeheartedly took on the GH Morello challenge. Who, by the way, just linked in-game discussion the thread that's showing that you got kicked out of the game. So you might want to go talk to your clubhouse about that. I just told him. 
<laughs> Forgot about that. Laughing. We're all very confused. <laughs> so, I, you know, I know Morello gets a little bit of a bad rap, but I mean, you can't all you can't deny the fact that handling personalities is part of a GM's job. So, I would vote for you in that situation. Um, if I was voting for the third person on the NL side, I would probably vote. Man, that's a tough one because some of the better teams, their GMs aren't as active. So I would probably go on an active route and either vote in. God, I might vote in John Chena as the third person because I know, and the announcement is that Jay has picked his bench coach, and it is none other than Jefferson Steelflex. Oh, damn. So congratulations, Ooh, Jefferson oh, Steelflex. You, you know are... what? Let's just take a moment and do this quietly so it doesn't fuck up the audio. Let's just give a round of applause to Jefferson Steelflex. Great job, buddy. Uh, you know, I'll just put some applause going. in afterwards. I'll edit in some applause on top of this, but great job. But I, He's owned it. I, I want to know if people can hear my golf clap. Probably oh, okay, <laughs> I, we'll see. We'll see. I'll listen to it. I'll let you know, and then I might put in some sound effects if I need to. So, yeah, well-deserved Mr. Steelflex being the first official uh, named bench coach to the All-Star team. Well-deserved. Good for him. What a nice young man. Even though I will personally bring ruin to the city of uh, St. Louis come the next session, uh, that city will no longer exist after me and the rest of my team are done with it. So watch out for that. I think that's a good time to talk about other than your own game. <laughs> which game are you most looking forward to in session eight? Oh, God. I have to find the schedule. It's Texas. At Montreal, San Diego at Arizona, Colorado at San Francisco, Milwaukee at Washington, Philadelphia at St. Louis, Cleveland at Baltimore, Boston at Detroit, Seattle at Houston, Tampa Bay at Oakland, Toronto at Minnesota, and Pitt at uh, L.A. Well, I think the sort of obvious one that stands out to me is um, Blue Jays' Twins since those are, you know, some of the higher-ranked, you know, better-record teams, right? Those were two of the six or whatever. Uh, so someone's getting, you know, knocked down a peg in that game. Uh, so that's that's what I would look at, I, I guess. Not that I would look at another game. <laughs> yeah, that, I was looking at that one, too. That one should be a good one to watch. I'm trying to see what, like, the worst game to watch is going to be here. That's what I'm more interested in. <laughs> Probably Pittsburgh and LA, right? Uh, Pittsburgh something. I mean, I was thinking uh, San Diego, Arizona would be the worst. Okay, one. that's true. yeah. Or what else do we got? Cleveland, Cleveland Baltimore, Baltimore, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's just gonna be a laser fast game. Everybody's just gonna miss it. Oh well, that's Baltimore can novel. be slow at times, though. It depends. Just depends on, on the session. You know, sometimes they'll have their uh, thirty seconds between uh, pitch and swing. Sometimes it'll be twenty six hours. You know, just depends on. the yeah, and, you know, I think it depends also on if the GM shows up for commitments he has. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am we personally wouldn't most... know anything about that. <laughs> I personally am most looking forward to Tampa Bay and Oakland. Um, because if you thought Boston and Tampa Bay was an offensive powerhouse game, then just wait for that one when Tampa Bay is trying to uh, 
get revenge after taking a loss this past session. And seeing them go against the A's, who have proven this game that they are definitely dominant from behind the plate and from the mound, too. That's going to be an excellent game. But what entices me there is that I'm assuming, obviously I don't want to assume what Witt and Rick are going to do, but I'm assuming the pitching matchup there isn't going to be Turner versus Shark. No, it's probably going to be McToad versus Schwizzle, which is going to make things all the more exciting for what could be an offensive slugfest. So if you think 12-5 was a lot of runs, just wait for Tampa Bay Oakland. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to assume that this will be like a one-run, like 15-inning long yeah. game. If they manage to do one run in 15 innings with our extra inning rules, I would <laughs> name both pitchers unanimous MVP seasons over because that would be unreal. Bases loaded with no outs for six innings straight and no oh runs. You heard it here first, people. It's going to happen, and I will collect my royalty checks after it does. I don't know who the hell's paying me, but I'm getting paid afterwards. You know, in my ever-increasing effort to shine light on people that just don't get talked about enough, um, I'm I'm going to be interested in the San Diego-Arizona game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Rabbi said a little bit, but for different reasons. San Diego is already mad that Forehead Jones got auto-walked twice this last game. <laughs> And Arizona pitchers have been known to go missing at times. <laughs> so can Forehead Jones get auto-walked two sessions in a row? That's what I want to know. That could be interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if, if depending Not on who they put out there. intentionally walked, like, oh, the pitcher just went chasing butterflies. And right. Oh, my gosh. Time to... Do they still <laughs> have Stifle on that team? Yep. Okay, because that, that's what happened to us when we were there, so it could happen to you too, uh, San Diego. I also kind of want to see Milwaukee at Washington because Washington just won a game, so are they oh, going to see a revival kind of like Yeah, Oakland we'll talk about is, a pitcher's you know? duel. Jerzone versus Hildebrandt. Talk about a pitcher's duel. That's yeah, what we're that's, uh, that's an easy win for Jerzone. Hildebrandt sucks. That has... That has a... He's the lesser Hudson, and everybody knows it. Even he admits it. I don't even think he speaks English. He just talks in German all the time, right? Or is that someone else? That has the potential to be like Pitt in Baltimore, Session 6. Was it 1-1 to going into the 7th, and then Chipper Dipper got kind of screwed by the extra inning rules, and Darth was able to keep it together. I I promise that's not going to happen in that game. The Nationals I don't are know. terrible. I've heard rumors that William Hatchett might start that game, and he did really well in his Echo appearance. Who the hell is that? Is that a real person? Uh, yes. Yeah, one of their pitchers. Give me some numbers. He, he has no MLR numbers. Do we have eco numbers? I don't know where they're holding those numbers. I've told them to put it on the sidebar, but they haven't. <laughs> God damn. Okay, well, that means he's bad. If he doesn't have stats, he's bad. <laughs> Rabbi, you got any games? It'll be, it's going to be really interesting to see if he gives him his chance or if he goes with Hildebrandt because it is, there's no way Milwaukee doesn't go with Gerzon next game. But here's another game I'm watching. It's this Seattle Mariners-Astros game because uh, right now the AL West, everybody's probably going to be three and four. 
since my win got taken away for some reason, and we have to replay this session. <laughs> yeah. We have time to come back. <laughs> well, we haven't got a hit yet, but um, there's a good chance that every team except for the Twins in the AL West goes three and four, and that's an interdivisional matchup. So massive first, battle second for place. second place. Yeah. Massive battle. Hey, you never know. Anything could happen. We got a lot of season left, so second place can that's matter. True. Exactly. I mean, and the other side of it too is every win counts because in a shortened season, you don't want to get three or four games behind. You want to be two or less. Also, since Rabbi brought it up now, I guess if we can just kind of tell it to the world who doesn't know. Uh, yeah, Sal Shark is no hitting the uh, Rangers through three and a third and is currently on pace to break your zone strikeout record. Just letting everybody know. Would be a shame if you jinxed it. Yep. I was I was gonna do it, but I'm glad I don't have to because I am superstitious enough that I didn't want to. So thank you, to, Kyle. To quell everybody's rage, I've seen every pitch. I have too. <laughs> South Shark is an outstanding member of the community. This is just a really weird. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, this is poetic justice. That's what this is. This after is a thorough investigation justice. by Muak, there was no uh, wrongdoing or tampering. I promise. Well, we put up four runs. We play the game again. All of a sudden, you have no hits. <laughs> have you considered that um, perhaps the ball was juiced previously? It may be a different set of yarn that they're using yeah. for the ball here in this game. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about this uh, because. Pops threatened me with a blade, but we did switch out all the Reddit balls, and they're different now because uh, he's trying to cut costs, and these ones were cheaper. So, <laughs> uh. if I go missing, you know what happened to me. Let's move on. I, I don't know about that. But... Whomst is the hunkiest slash prettiest GM? Corbett, go. I, okay. I, I'm predicting on. this I, one. I have an answer for this one, and I am frustrated that this name. My God. For this award on this podcast once. I'm fairly certain. Maybe it'll... Yeah, How has Ronald Eagle never been brought up for this award? I am voting Ronald Eagle 100% as the oh, hunkiest wow. GM in the league. That's an interesting take. I didn't expect that. Look He's at that profile picture. He's up there. I just don't list every single GM with one stinking vote. Okay, well, now he's got two. Whoever else voted for him, uh, I love you. Oh, I don't nice. remember who it was. I don't keep track of that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't I, even know who Ronald Eagle is. He's from what? the Mariners, right? Yep, Regan, that's not the league. Yeah. I, I feel like he is... used to be around a lot more than he is now. I don't he know. Was, he's been, he was on hiatus last session, um, and Ripley was took over, but he was supposed to be back this last time, so. Huh. Um, I don't know. I thought you were going Peppers for sure because you've been talking him up in some of the Discord channels. No, no, so I've, I've talked I've talked him up on MLR tonight enough. I'm happy that the nepotism didn't flow through you. Also, just while we're on the subject, real quick, before someone else answers this, I listened to the appropriate section of MLO tonight, and I was not mentioned a single time. What do you talk about on the show? Live lookins. <laughs> and considering our show is I was going pitching on when it was like, happening. No, our show is going on while that thread was being replaced. <laughs> That's no God, excuse. That took me like an hour to get go through all that and get that back up. That was 
freaking unbelievable. The audacity. Oh, while, while we're talking about that Giants Phillies game and MLR, MLR tonight, the MLR network, I would like to officially retract the statement uh, on the last episode of MLR tonight on Saturday evening. Um, it was alerted that I made a comment along the lines of, let me find it here. It was sent to me. I probably can't find it. Oh, well. I basically made a comment along the lines to where I said that the uh, Schmoogie Speckle was picking it, pushing a good game until we figured out why he was pitching a good game. Uh, that is incorrect. The Office of the Commissioner has made, filed a thorough investigation that proves that Schmeckle obviously was, uh, or the pitches, all the pitches in that game were fine. Dick Shot saw every pitch. And so I retract that statement. And I apologize on behalf of my show and the entire Empire Network. Great. Thank you. Giants, you're welcome. <laughs> it's important that He's... the MLO network looks good. Um, he because... still might have a meeting with the boss in his office later tonight, but you know we don't want the cool. advertisers to cut out uh, because there we need that ad not... money. There may or may not be four cops in the room for tonight's meeting. Just oh, putting that out there. Goodness me, that's quite <laughs> so... uh, unnecessary. I think. Rabbi, who do you got for hunkiest GM? You know, for this one, it's tough. But I have to ultimately go to the one that I see every day. I'm going to vote for myself. Okay. Jesus you know, Christ. Wow. You know, I, I, I was going to vote for you because you helped us out by coming on the show tonight. But now you've got this ego. You have this shitty attitude. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to vote for someone else. Hey, I still got to vote on this show. So that's all that matters. That's, that's you were going to get one. And it would have been a more legitimate vote. Um, well, now it's a guaranteed vote because I knew I, where I was going from. So, But... I look in the mirror every morning. I gotta be the honkiest GM that I know. Okay. God. <laughs> After that disgraceful display pie, who do you got? Uh, I would like to vote for uh, Rick um, from the Athletics. Uh, underrated GM. That's what I'll say. Pretty good. Man, it's an AO West battle all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think... Um, that was going to be my answer, and I'm not going to back off of it. I'm also going to go with Rick. They uh, they are handling the reboot well, and it seems like they might be getting back on track. So I'm not going to contribute that to luck or just guessing numbers. I'm going to contribute that solely to Rick Gymnast and his hunkiness and people just follow hunky yeah, I mean, so I, rick is now well, tied with two and rabbi while we're talking about uh, the a's you know we've seen it <laughs> over the last couple of weeks on the show like they they were on their bullshit you know they were at the start of the season the you know like unanimous shittiest team in the league like there was no question everyone was just having a goof you know having a laugh about the a's and now they're on the warpath so they're about to win three in a row just putting that out there yeah so, I mean, if Van Vacker ever wakes back up, uh, he had a double this game. Just putting it out there. See, he's, it's happening. The A is. You need to watch out for those guys. Cause, you know they were in the fucking the paper cup or whatever the hell. So they've got the playoff experience. Don't fuck around with the A's. They're not a joke. And, and they have a, a sleeper, uh, not only all star, but uh, in, uh, let me get the updated stats from this game. He is hitting. Uh, so you cut out please. a little bit. Who are you talking about? Kid Notcher, the second baseman for the A's, he's hitting 533 on the year. He's two for two today uh, with an RBI double, uh, having a great season. And I only see it going up from here if the A's keep winning. Yeah, no, they're cooking. They're on a roll. Uh, so, Tim, what do we got for the leaderboard here for Hunkiest GM? Anything changed? 
Did everyone vote? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, right? everybody yeah. voted. We got three new people are going to go up on the board because Rabbi, Rick, and Regan all made it to the two-vote uh, plateau. Let's go. But uh, Charlie Scott, Master Cashier, Wilbur Wood still retain the three-way tie for first with three votes apiece. Damn. Maybe the last vote I'm going to get. So maybe what we should do um, near the end of the season, obviously this isn't as important, but make a hunkiest GM like one of the official end of season awards. You know, like... I think it might... Like Cy Young, Pi Young, so, you know, MVP, that sort of shit. Put hunkiest GM on there. Why not? I think that uh, that might be in... That might be in the works. That's a good idea. I think I might have to come up with beautiful artwork for that, too. Nice. I've put a lasting uh, contribution to the league, uh, but really, Jefferson Steelflex did by asking this question to begin with. It was him, right? I don't know. The GM? I don't know. I think I came up with I that. thought it was an audience question. I don't know. If it was, I've just taken credit for it, and there's no take-backsies, I call oh, it. Oh, damn. Well, if you... The listener uh, asked this question to begin with. Please let us know. Uh, but it doesn't matter, I guess, because no take backsies. Uh, okay. Do we have secret questions tonight, Tim, or no? No, because uh, we got prelert again. So I was scrambling, trying to get guests instead of coming up with secret questions. So we just have fan questions left. All right. Before we do that, I'm going to try something wacky. Okay. This is a. Everyone, shh. This is never before done on the show. I'm going to do a uh, potential advertisement live on the show because we haven't done them in a while and I don't want to forget. Uh, so I'm not going to try really hard on this one. But uh, tonight's episode of Fireside Chat with Pine Pops is sponsored by Baseball-y McBaseball Faces Baseballs, the most baseball you can get in a baseball, the official baseball sponsor of Major League Reddit Ball. Uh, thanks, baseball You're doing a great job. And thanks for the baseballs. Damn. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Good job. We did Great. it. Damn. What an ad. So, uh, yeah. It's almost it all, like we're professionals. We talk about this sometimes. We haven't done it in a couple weeks. But if you want, like, a, you know, fictional product uh, plugged in the show, it can just be, you know, your own uh, branded product. Like, you know, we did Gale's Shoes and now these baseballs. Like, if you have something, let us know. We'll do a plug on the show. I don't give a shit. Uh, audience questions. This is for Kyle. Uh, uh -huh. I don't really know what this means. Perhaps the Red Sox used to be bad and now they're good. When did that happen and why? What changed? Uh, when, when Peppers became GM. It's as simple as that. That makes sense. Although, although and I hope this gets debated on Make a Case sometime soon, I, I, I apologize to Devil Rays for throwing this out there right now in their time of trouble, I understand. But right now, there is a solid argument to be made that the Red Sox, that uh, Lindros may have won the McBaseball face yours truly trade. If you look at the numbers right now and what the Red Sox have been turning up with myself, Money, Gregory Polinko, and considering that the only player left from that trade that the double race have is McBaseball Faith, considering what he has done in the last couple of games and what the three of us have done, there is an argument to be made that Lindros made that trade and he won. But other than that, since Peppers took over, you know, we're undefeated. So, yeah, Peppers. Okay. Technically, you guys lost the first game Peppers had, but he was just kind of no. Not Peppers really was not. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. Lindros was Lindros made the lineup for the Seattle game. Peppers had, had an opportunity to change game. it. I had to sub myself into that game. You know, we'll give you I half know. a point 
Peppers has however many point five wins. Three, what? Three point five, right? Yeah, three point five. Yep. That's what we'll say. Three and a half. So uh, good. I think this is this is a fun one for Rabbi because you have a couple candidates on your whole team. If you could only send one player to the All Star game, who are you sending? Yes, I'm asking you to pick your favorite child. Oh, Jeez, man. Morello. Oh, God. Oh, he man. fucking did it. He fucking guys, did it. You guys heard it here first. Don't vote <laughs> Summers. Vote Carp. <laughs> Don't vote Trundle. Only vote Morello. You know, Barney Summers, Barney Summers, he has the numbers. You know, he drops bombs. He hits doubles. He does everything. Joe Trundle, really underrated player, hitting 350. Gets on base all the time. But, you know, the, whenever people think Rangers, people think Morello. That's so, not true. I mean, Definitely not, not the true. case. Well, it is I, now. I, Someone said it. It's true. You said it. You, nope, you, you don't get to pick. Disagree. You don't get to pick. Hey, we're talking about it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, technically he does get to pick because I just asked him to pick. But this is propaganda. <laughs> this is not a show for you to unload your, you know, big Texas propaganda on us. Sure it is. It is now. <laughs> You're never coming back. <laughs> You're on the I'll, shit I'll list with Cal Tiberius. <laughs> next week's show. Oh, God. That question, by the way, was originally for one Dom Dunkett who prellered us, and it came from SCM. Yeah, both of those questions so, came from Mr. Charlie Scott. Thank you for the audience question, uh, Mike. Please ask I'll, us questions because we don't ever have enough to talk about. That's not really true. I'll answer it from the Baltimore perspective, and I might make somebody mad. And even though might possibly be the best pitcher in the AL, people would think I'd say Chipper Dipper should go for the Orioles, but I'm a big-time uh, Nikki Falk fan. She's hitting 438, two homers, five RBIs, and it seems like a lot of her hits have been clutched too. You know, like I remember – I'm pretty sure she's at least one of those homers is a game-winning home run. So uh, I've I was doing it from the Orioles' perspective, even though Chipper Dipper is really, really, really good. I'd go Nikki Falk. Who is that? Is that a player? <laughs> I can't yes. believe this. Um, okay, I guess we could ask everyone else, like who from their team they would want. Kyle. From the Red Sox, what is your favorite I, All-Star game? Why don't we switch this up? Why don't we switch this up? Because I don't want to give Pi the chance to say Pi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kyle, if you are sending somebody from the Phillies, who would you send? Oh boy. Okay, hold up. Give me a second here. I've yeah, my this Phillies is research me furiously me, looking at the second. Red Sox roster. Um, um, hold on. What is what's uh, the is there like a PA um like qualification minimum? amount 12 plate uh, appearances yeah see jay has done a great job of balancing out his eco lineups and getting a lot time of time out time out really quick yeah Hi, you're the head of the all-star game committee how yeah. do you not know? listen 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 kyle please answer the question yeah all right did you see um, that smooth way to get out of that damn Hold on, hold on. I'm doing my research. Um, if I had to pick, I guess I would pick Urich because of that 2.0. Nasty. He's not And, good. uh, I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of numbers with the, um, 
Phillies, but he has the most innings pitch of any of them, and he has the lowest ERA and the, probably the best whip, too. So I guess that would be my pick. Whip I mean, is an overrated stat. Yeah. I just need to say See, that. The problem, is, the problem with the Phillies is all of their hitters either have really terrible batting averages or yeah. have great batting averages but have zero plate appearances. No, yeah, that, and that doesn't count. They suck. They all exactly. suck is what we'll say. They, like the best eligible player at the moment, I believe, 330, just played Eco this session. And then we have Casey Bat sitting 300. So... Yeah. Uh, we also have Jackson Takegi. Didn't even catch him. 364. Kyle Mack is okay. He's all right. Yeah. 294. He's a okay. home run. Five yeah. runs. One RBI. I think okay. that's who I picked when we talked about this last week. So. Um. I mean, I I'd vote for Pi. I mean, thank you. 500. Well, you are the GM, so you get to vote for pitchers. You're in the other league, so I don't think you get to vote for me. But if you if you find yourself with the opportunity, give it a shot. Um. Now, to answer Tim, who asked me about being the head of the All-Star Game Committee, um, I my job as the head of the committee is to make sure that the work is getting done, um, you know, that it's delegated properly, uh, that the people are working together, and that is clearly happening. The All-Star Game Committee is a well-oiled machine, uh, and by that I mean P Pops is doing all the work. So, um <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't need to know the intricacies of the selection of All-Star Game uh, people. I know that I had to have 11 innings uh, to qualify, and I made sure that that happened. So, See, I, think, I think this podcast should be called, wait, who is that? Is that a player? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. okay. Maybe it's a little overdone at this point. Um, maybe I say it too much, but... Uh, yeah, I do. That is a thing that I say. I will admit it. I I'm not up as up to date as I should be, uh, as someone who is uh, in such a position in this game. We'll say that. All so, right, Pi. Well, it's your turn now. You want me to pick? Sox. You want me to pick someone on the Red Sox? Yes. And what did we just say? We said eleven plate appearances. No, thirteen plate appearances, right? Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve? We 12, we almost okay. had it. Um, well, I think there was really only one answer, um, and that is, uh, fucking Kyle Corbett. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got baited into this. I was just looking at the numbers. Um, yeah, I guess you're batting pretty well. Uh, you yeah. mostly hit singles, it looks like, but that's okay. Power hitter with no home runs. Yeah. Hey, I got a double this game. <laughs> Did, and you have two doubles. Um, I, the other answer you could say is, uh, Ripken Al Halliday, whoever that oh. is. Yeah. Um, you pitch who are not good. Mm. Uh, is pretty good, he just doesn't have the stats. No. He just doesn't he, have enough inning pitched. He's not good, then. I'm, That's I'm how so, that uh, works. Anyone can be good for four innings. I was good for four innings at some that point. That's true. So I mean, technically, Voorhees has the best stats across the board, but like ninety percent of that was done in Arizona. All of it was done in Arizona. He does not have a hit on. Oh, I didn't even see him on the team. Yeah, I yeah, he's good too. So though top three, um, and let's just say not Kyle Kobit because I don't want to give him the satisfaction. I mean, so if Shackleford could find a way to get more than a a couple hits that aren't home runs he'd be up there but that 235 batting average yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh tim even though they're not your team anymore who do you think from the pilots we already talked about this last week i think but if just... i could only send one pirate i'd send lance lummox lance lummox that is Wait, why not 
because he's going to get voted in by the GMs, and that's okay, just a enough. simple, easy answer. I don't know that that is uh, in the spirit of the question, but uh, I'll allow it. Okay, even if it wasn't in the spirit of the question, <laughs> I, in my typical <laughs> fashion, I'm going to give people who are talked about less the limelight, and Lance has talked way about way less than Darth, and he's hitting 455, two homers, four doubles, a triple, six runs scored, 11 RBIs. I mean... Yeah, looking here my... at the stats, he seems really impressive. Uh, I, yeah. I I respect the decision. I'm not going to challenge you on that. He's supremely under the radar. Like, with those numbers, he's like... It's ridiculous how little people talk about him. Good job, Tim. Now Darth's going to write a 539 article talking about why... About why they're glad I'm gone and he doesn't have to deal with me anymore. <laughs> What about um our boy uh, Jimmy Johns? You think he's got a shot? Maybe because I the... hope not. That guy's a real douchebag to me on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> I feel like we talk about this more off the air than on the air. Like the NL is a case of man, how are we only going to pick three pitchers? And but then like the hitters are kind of you know there's some races that aren't very close. Whereas in the AL it's the exact opposite. It's like man, how the heck do we pick between these hitters? And then, like, do we really have three pitchers that are worthy of going? <laughs> okay. Well, that's your uh, weekly uh, update on who we think is going to be in the All-Star game, I guess. Ballots are this weekend, right? That's what we decided? Yep. So... Yeah, I just got to – once all the stats are updated, which I believe we have all but four games are updated right now. So then it's just a matter of updating the All-Star ballots. So I would guess – It'll probably be on Monday because Sunday's my birthday and I'm not going to dick around with you guys. I'll probably go dick around with real people. That makes sense. I get that. Have fun, Meerkat. <laughs> um, so, yes. Monday, maybe sometime soon, you, you all stole, all stole ballots. Wow, just had a stroke. Oh, coming out, uh, so do your research. Get ready to vote. Uh, and if you're a GM, please vote for me, Hudson Quinn, also known as Pioneer. Um, And also the rest of the Phillies, I guess, if you want. Um... So I think we're just about out of things to talk about. Is that right, Tim? Yeah. All right. We're just going to do it one more time. Uh, I'm going to do another live ad on the show because we don't have enough things to talk about. Actually, I'm just going to put you on the spot. Tim, do this one. The other one? Yeah, the other one. Just You, you got oh. it. Um, no, I don't because I don't like those. I like enchiladas better. Okay, do that then. So our next ad is going to be brought to you by a real company. It's Guadalajara Grill in San Mateo, California, the home of really, really, really good enchiladas. If you're ever in my neck of the woods, check them out. You won't be sorry. Will you buy me one if I'm there? No, because you uh, ghosted okay. me last time Would you were here. <laughs> Would you buy someone else one if they were there? No, because they're coming to visit me, and I'm showing them all the cool places, so they got to treat me to lunch. Oh, okay. That's fair, I guess. Can I... Could I at least sleep on your couch? Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to take you to the Gotham Club and, like, behind the scenes at AT&T Park, the least you can do is buy me lunch, right? Oh, I could buy you lunch. <laughs> I'll buy you hella lunch. You have no idea the sort of lunches I'll buy you. All right, well, that will then be the end of uh, Fireside Chat with Pine Pops, episode number nine. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming. Kyle, uh... You got any last words you would like to say to the lovely audience, all seven people that listen to the show? Uh, 
Thank you, Pi. Pops, for having me on the show tonight. Go Red Sox. And I uh, look forward to seeing you all in Eco next session. Rabbi, thank you for coming. You really saved our asses uh, because we got AJ Prelude yet again. Um, thanks for coming. How did you like it? Did you have fun? Did you have a good time? Oh, great time. Was I mean, it? How much better was it than whatever other shitty podcasts you've been on for this? Well, I went on Prellers, and since we're talking shit about Preller this podcast, I'll talk about that. And it was just a shit show. So this was a little bit well, <laughs> better organized, um, and a great time. Yes. Preller, we actually like you, but it's in our contract to say yeah, that we have and to hate on you on air. Well, so please, please listen to Gunner Going uh, with AJ Preller on the MLO Network. Um, five stars on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes. And it is chaos, but there's uh, sort of beauty in the chaos. You just have to listen for it. That's what we'll say about Gunner Going with AJ Preller. Next time you guys get Preller, just let me know. I'll hop on again. Well, we can't do repeat guests. That's also in the contract, um, unless it's like an absolute emergency. Well, so... I'll, I'll come on as Sloppy Thurston. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Boo this man. Boo. Boo this man in the game discussion panel when you listen to the show. Okay. Yikes. Uh, Tim, we did it this time. We're well under an hour. It's about 45 minutes. Uh, show us. So that's cool. We haven't had a short episode for a while. Um, how, did you have fun? Are you having a good week? How's it going? Uh, it's been a stressful week, but that was a nice, fun break from it. How about you? Yeah. No, I always love MLO Podcast Wednesday. Uh, it's the highlight of my week. Not really, but I do enjoy it. So <laughs> that's that. Um, I guess I'll do the outro now. Thanks again for coming, uh, Kyle and Rabbi Chase. Uh, do we have next week's guests? Thank you. We don't have next week guests. If you want to be on the show, now's the time to sign up and express your interest. Yeah, we've got two fresh podcast guest openings. Uh, so please, if you want to get your name out there, if you've got uh, interesting or even, you know, just any sort of opinions about the state of Major League Reddit Ball, please let us know. We'll, we'd love to have you on the show. Do um, you mind if I make a real quick plea pie? Hit it. Right before you close us out? Yeah, you got it. I just want to take my weekly time of reminding everybody that it's a game and to have fun to uh, expand on that a little bit and keep this in mind. We have people who are actively avoiding our Discord because of some of the things that happen there. Think about that for a second next time you want to say something rude or mean or talk about dicks for the 900th time. We literally have people in our community that would rather just show up and put a number than interact with everybody on a day-to-day -day basis, and I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah, you, you know me. I don't usually say shit like this, but, you know, I think we just passed some of the most troubling times uh, in recent MLO history. Uh, like Pops always says, it's a game. We're here to have fun, uh, meet new people. Just don't be a fucking asshole, right? Don't, don't be me. Be nice. Whoops. My bad. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't talking about you. It's but... anybody in specific. It's always a yes. generality. Yeah. If you take it as a specific, that's your fault. Right. Yeah, I definitely did not mean that for you, but uh, it's good that you were aware of it, I guess, because I was not. took on an entire team or something last night in game. Well, you Do know. If you want. Yeah, keep, keep your banter lighthearted. Uh, you know, the winning, the losing, it's all nice, but in the end, does it really mean anything? Absolutely, yes, it does. Okay. Um, so thanks for listening. Thanks for um, being.
be, you know, asking questions, being a part of the show. Uh, until next time, may your swings or pitches bring about results that will be talked about for years to come. Hail sponges!